0: And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer.
1: Hello, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, where we just spent an amazing couple hours. I'm also the creator of the Dream Business Academy and No Hassle Newsletters used by over... A thousand entrepreneurs, small business owners in nine countries, which still floors me. I don't know why stuff floors me, but it does. <laughs> Welcome to another fantastic interview here on Dream Business Radio, a live version on Facebook. Today we're talking about why isn't everyone hosting a podcast? It's a very simple yet complex question. We're going to dive into that today. My guest is nationally recognized expert in this space, Mr. Adam Homie. How you doing, Adam? It's
2: fantastic and thanks for having me aboard Captain Jim. We are going to have
1: ourselves a sailing good time. I know and um or power yacht good time, but yeah, I get the sailing reference. Um you know, you're you're looking mighty spiffy. I mean, that's part of your whole new uh your whole new wardrobe and and you correctly said that's not your normal podcast attire where I usually at least put on a college shirt but it's 85 degrees and humid, so I thought, I'm just going to be myself today. <laughs> so you know, I'm glad you, one of us yeah, looks dapper.
2: Yeah, you know, the beautiful part about podcasting is it's meta-marketing. I see folks who get hung up on the, making their appearance just absolutely perfect. And I found that some of the more successful shows are the ones that bring the personality in. You're Captain Jim, so you're doing it from the boat. I I'm know doing people, it from the boat. Yeah, I do, mine, uh, I do one of my podcasts from my sumptuous Las Vegas balcony because it's part of my brand as we go through this you may occasionally get some visits from one or the other of my office supervisors because being the crazy cat man of podcasting is part of my brand
1: uh it's just something
2: you get to have fun with
1: and listen if you can't have fun while you're building and doing great business then then what's you know why are you doing it i am i am all about the fun anyway um, let me give Adam a proper introduction for those few people watching who may not know who he is. <laughs> Adam Homie is a speaker, author, trainer, consultant with nearly 20 years experience helping business creators like you and me win at the game of business and marketing so you can thrive. I love this. I love this. From your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Think about why you went into business because you are passionate about something and because we all are have a God given talent aka brilliance so i think that's pretty cool while making a difference in your community marketplace and with your audience adam is the author of groundhog day is an event a phenomenal book which i had a small part in but adam is uh, very very talented wrote a great book you should get that anyway uh groundhog day is an event not a marketing strategy no wait groundhog day is an event not a business strategy yeah so let, let's get that right jim and I have not hit the Captain Morgan today. So no, it's just been a very, very busy day. Um, anyway, both are international Amazon bestsellers. And there is one called the Millennial Edition. Anyway, he has spoken on stages around the country for many years. He is a sought after expert on podcasting for entrepreneurs. He has spoken on the stage of a very prestigious event called Dream Business Academy. I think at least six times, right? Eight Maybe times. More, but Eight times. You spoke at every event
2: every single one of them all 8 of them wow. and uh, and and i'm looking for love potion number 9 man
1: Well, it shows how smart I am putting you on my stage all eight times, so that's good. So anyway, before we dive in, I want to remind everybody that all six of my dream business books, I think you can see one over my shoulder there, all six are available for free in digital format. This is not a promotional limited time thing. You just go get the education, something a mutual friend of uh, ours, a um, perpetual member of the dream business mastermind, Mr. David Phelps, wrote a great book called What's Your Next? And in it, he talked about your legacy, and I thought... I look in the mirror in the morning and go, shoot, that's a lot of gray. I better start thinking about my legacy. So I decided to give away all of my books, which is the way I figured I could help more entrepreneurs and small business owners grow their dream business. And um, to date, over 30,000 books have been downloaded on Amazon. They're also available on BNN, which is barnesandnoble.com as Nook Books and also the Apple iBook Store. I don't have data on those. I don't get reports on those. <laughs> So, um, but I, I mean, 30, I remember, um, when I decided to do this, I said, I don't know, Adam, wouldn't it be cool if like 10,000 books were downloaded? And Adam goes, yeah, I think that's available or, or certainly uh, possible. Hello there, Nelson dream, dream business vacation, Nelson. Sorry. I just messed that one up too. <laughs> anyway, Nelson's a good friend of ours. And, um, He also is an author. Anyway, we're going to talk about podcasting today, and I apologize if I'm being a little... I've been going since morning, and we just hosted literally um, about a half an hour ago. We wrapped up a very, very special uh, Dream Business Mastermind event. We covered some amazing marketing stuff. We also covered some personal development stuff, and um, there's another friend of ours. This is like old friends day, right? Hello. (laughs) Diamond Bill Warren. Diamond Bill Warren. Anyway, um, so Adam, we're going to be talking about how um, podcasting is really a phenomenal marketing tool. I mean, that's really what it is. And I think so many people that, that I've talked to about podcasting, and I know you're, you're in the space very much. And I think people go, well, do, how do I make money? Do I get money per download? And they just got this, they have this uh, concept or perception, I should say, that uh, a podcast is gonna be like an instant revenue stream via the podcast and maybe some are but that's really um, probably not the way to look at it. So before we dive into podcasting, if you don't mind again for the for the couple of people who may not know your backstory um, you and I connected like 16 years ago something like that
2: uh, it was like it was like spring 2006 so we are going on 16 years.
1: So 16 years ago. Um, give us a little bit of a backstory. Give us the 411 on Adam Homie and all the various businesses you've started and, th- and things like that, if you don't mind.
2: All right. Well, first of all, I do want to say that I am the longest continuous member of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. I believe I joined back when it was called Jim's Coaching Program back in 2009. What a great, what a great yeah, marketing yeah, I've, name. I've, seen, what I've seen it go through that. I've seen it be the Stop Waiting Program. I've seen it be the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. And one of the things that I love about that evolution and that progress is seeing people come and go, and in some cases, come and go and come and go and come to stay. It's the dynamism that you bring to the work that you do is fantastic, and also your authenticity and how, as your business has evolved and grown over the years, you've had some of the cards in your deck shuffle because I believe that we actually work in circles where sometimes we leapfrog ahead of each other. And Mm -hmm. I know you, I know you have this one article on your blog. It's one of my favorites. It's about the out of the blue guru. We wonder where the heck did this person come from all of a sudden? I haven't heard from and heard about until today, but they seem to be sucking up all the energy. They're everywhere. Everybody's speaking with them. And all of a sudden they're a star in my market. Where did this person come from? And in some cases, As I know you mentioned in the article, this is somebody who invested in coaching, masterminding. They probably uh, got a significant cash infusion from American Express or Discover, uh, which is also covered in the article. But what I see some folks doing with that is leapfrogging into spaces by launching podcasts. It's a very simple tool when you understand the simplicity of it to syndicate your message, to create backlinks, to create energy, and to create connections. So just very briefly about me, because I know this is actually supposed to be about me. I've been an entrepreneur for almost twenty years now, going back to two thousand three. So we're going to be entering the twentieth year pretty soon of me being official wow. about that. And you've seen all the evolutions of my business, which I don't think we need to cover in huge detail. But I've been involved in podcasting myself almost ten years. I launched the Business Creators Radio Show officially in September of two thousand thirteen. Um, Denise Griffiths and Jessica Rhodes, who I know is somebody who's near and dear to you, uh, have been in this argument over who was actually my first guest. And I can't remember either, but it was one of those Mm. two. I just can't remember which. And podcasting helped me when I went through, and you remember this is my coach, a three-year period where I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Do you remember me coming to you saying, I look Mm -hmm. into my future and all I see is a blank screen where I fantasize about not being in business?
1: And you had several different things going. You just didn't know which, you know, what was going on.
2: Yeah. And, and I wasn't all that happy with any of it. But the saving grace was during that period where I didn't know what to market and how to create awareness, I had the Business Creators Radio show, which not only gave me weekly touch points with my audience, fans, and followers, but also availed me to 52 new opportunities per year because it's a weekly show to connect with people, to get involved with deals, to, test the waters in different industries and different types of work without having to declare myself to be officially in it and it was just to me it was a profound exploration of self-discovery and giving myself the space to do it. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, I, I, I was so excited to see him when I was getting ready to introduce you I, I, I bungled Nelson's Nelson is a luxury travel consultant, and he wrote a book called Elite Caribbean Vacations. So if you're interested in Elite Caribbean Vacations, you want to go to those. Sorry about that, Nelson. Hopefully, I made up for it there. Anyway, um, so I'm going to ask you a very simple question. I I actually only prepared three questions because you and I never lack for conversation. Right. So if someone was to ask you a one-sentence answer to the question, why should I launch a podcast, what would you say to them?
2: Okay, here's the one sentence. Launching and hosting your podcast is your key networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding tool that opens more doors that lead to more closed deals and more expanded opportunities as you embark upon journeys with folks who can be very valuable to you as friends and allies. So let me give you a little bit of statistical backup to that and why podcasting is so valuable. First of all, on a personal note, it's become fairly ubiquitous in conversations with, um, with women of the female persuasion. Uh, sometimes they say, hey you, hey, you know what? It's been nice chatting with you, but I'm about to turn into bed. I got, my, I got this podcast I want to listen to all queued up, and I'm ready to repose beneath the covers. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, so if everybody's talking about podcasting, that's great. But here are some statistics, and this is according to Podcast Insights, and this data is about a year old. I probably need to update it, but I imagine it's actually only gotten more profound since then. According to them, 45% of monthly podcast listeners in the United States have household income of over $75,000 a year. 24%, which is when they did this, 68 million people, it's probably a little bit different now, listen to podcasts weekly, and 16 million people identify as avid podcast fans. Podcast listeners tune into an average of seven, that's seven shows per week with 80% of them listening to all or most of the episode. 94% of podcast listeners are active on at least one social media channel versus 81% for the general population. And podcast listeners are more likely to follow companies and brands on social media than the general population. In fact, uh, the statistic they cite shows that 69% of those they surveyed say that podcast ads made them more aware of new products and services. The, in addition, data cited by improved podcast shows that 60% of podcast listeners have a four-year degree, post-grad degree, or advanced degree. So in short, podcast listeners are many people's ideal type of client, loyal, affluent, and educated.
1: Sure. Wow. That is, imf- I didn't even know all that, but it, it, you know what? It makes total sense. So last weekend, um, Stephanie and I drove, it was about six hours to drive up to Orlando from the Keys to see Amanda and our grandkids. And, um, w- w- you know, I don't mind listening to the radio and stuff, but we like to talk and then it's turn it up, turn it down. But we were listening to podcasts. And when we're driving in the boat, sometimes we're like listening to podcasts. And for some reason, you know, sometimes the most simple things don't seem to connect and one time we were driving, and I think when somebody has an interest in a certain topic or anything like that, and you find a podcast with, that is attracted to you for that reason, you start to consume more of that information, right? So, I, again, I think podcasting has evolved. Certainly, I'm in my ninth year, and it has evolved from more than just an opportunity to interview somebody smart and share good content with your audience to being, it's like an amazing. Uh, source of education and content that you can benefit from like literally without commercials. I think 90% of podcasts don't play commercials in the middle. So I mean, it really continues to evolve. Do you agree?
2: I believe so. And I also would say that many podcasts actually do play commercials in the middle. Uh, it just all depends on the goals of the podcaster, whether they have sponsors and advertisers, or whether they're using inserting podcasts for their own products and services as a way of blatantly pitching without mentioning it.
1: So... You, you are, uh, well, you're the, you're the creator of the REACH program, executive, yeah. what are you, executive director, founder, uh, King Tut of the REACH program, <laughs> what, what's all, your exact
2: all, 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 all those things, and uh, yeah, and podcast REACH, I'll give you credit, uh, one of your things that you work with when you create brands, and this is something that I love that you do, is you work with your clients to create acronyms, so yep. r e a c h stands for something, and I know that in the interest of time, we probably don't have time to get into that in detail, but I imagine you'll give people a resource at the end that'll help people discover that for themselves
1: okay um yeah, I mean an acronym so by the way, folks, we'll just take a, a short little pause here, and uh, we're well, no we're not going to do a commercial, but you know one of the things that I help my clients with is is what really elevates you in in uh, your guruness, your stature, your celebrity expert brand, which is a is a income generator is you want to be the founder of the author of and the creator of see so the founder of your yep. business you're the author of the book which you wrote um and and therefore makes you the expert and you're the creator of and that's what adam's referring to the acronym so the reach program there's actually a definition of reach and maybe we'll get to it if we have time um but everybody is the creator of something so that's there's a little tidbit there if you're if you're looking to uh, significantly boost your income you want to be the founder of the creator of and the author of. there you go um, so talk a little bit more about um, people that come to you with podcasts. I think I opened up um, our interview here, Adam, saying people think, oh, I'm going to do an interview and we'll put it out somewhere on iTunes or wherever and people will hear it and then they're going to want to find out more about me. I mean, it's, it's way more than that, is it not?
2: Well, let's get to the main point of here. Why isn't everybody hosting a podcast? Okay. And in speaking with folks, there seem to be four big questions or four big objections that come up again and again. Number one is, the interview won't be about me. It'll be all about the other person. Why should I spotlight somebody else? Another is, hosting, a pod, hosting and managing a podcast or live stream is hard work, and I don't have time. How I get listeners and downloads? Nobody's going to tune in anyway. And then there's the fourth one. I need clients now, not a lot of jibber-jabber. Now, if you'll permit me, Captain Jim, I'd like to assiduously rip these assumptions to shreds.
1: Okay, go for it. All right.
2: So on the first one, about how the interview is going to be all about the other person. By promoting others, you promote yourself. And when when you host somebody else on your show, if you choose to do the inner style format, you become the hero who validates their credibility. In essence, you credentialize them by allowing them to say, Captain Jim hosted me on Dream Business Radio which they can then share with their audience, and it provides more social proof for their audience that they are, in fact, an in-demand expert. It makes mm-hmm. you a thought leader. It makes you an influencer. And furthermore, by implication, because they'll be seen on a screen sort of like the one that, uh, that you and I may see right now, they see us side-by-side. So imagine yourself as the listener side-by-side, or as the host, somebody side-by-side with somebody who is also an influencer in the space in which you seek to gain influence. And what's also really cool is there was all this credentialization. Your guests essentially become part of your marketing team. And through a combination of using some NLP-based conversational interview techniques, which I'm going to cover in just a second, and effortlessly copy-pasting a tactic used by every live streaming service, you can promote your products, solutions, and brand without being salesy. So you can actually get your your message into the conversation. So that's one. The second is it is actually easier than they have told you to host your podcast. In the podcast reach system, we have what's known as the pre editing process, which in a sentence is all about structuring your show in such a way that you minimize the need to do editing at all. It mm-hmm. also involves streamlining your intake process so that you gather the information you need from your guests up front. Just like with me, you have a process where you got my bio, my questions, my headshots and everything in advance, so you already had a roadmap for what to do without having to research me. Now, granted, you and I have known each other 16 years, and I'm here because of your coaching, so Mm -hmm. you and I have a unique dynamic, but for many others, they're doing a volume show, they're interviewing a lot of people, and I just want to remind you, there are so many folks who think that getting on Oprah or getting on... Uh, the Joe Rogan experience. I'm being fair and balanced here. Is uh, oh my goodness, we have somebody with a hundred million followers, and uh, this is going to be my ticket. This is going to be the one that's going to set me into outer space. Well, the fact is that, and I'm I'm just using Oprah and Joe Rogan as two examples of folks because they do high volume interview formats with their respective media shows that they may in many cases not really know the person they're interviewing. It's possible the only thing they really know about the person is what they read from their one sheet of their publicity kit, which may have been given to them an hour before they went on the air. However, them being such professionals when it comes to media, when it comes to conversation, they are able to seamlessly manage the conversation. That's a lot of what the pre-editing process is about. I like to pair the pre-editing process with what I like to call the Clint Eastwood director style. So with Ooh, Clint Eastwood, like with Clint Eastwood, now we're now we're going down the middle here. So we we did Oprah, we did Joe Rogan, now we're doing Clint Eastwood. Make my day. Uh, when he, he uh, as you know, in addition to being an actor, he's also a director, and part of his directorial style is most of the scenes in his movies are filmed in one take or maybe two. He doesn't worry about 19 takes or trying to get everything exactly just so. He focuses on the preparation before they start rolling the camera. And if what goes into the camera when they're filming it is good enough, he says, all right, can it move on to the next scene? The primary reason he does this is it creates an inertia of forward motion. Imagine being on a movie set, being an actor or being being on the, the staff or the crew, And you spend all day trying to get this one 30-second scene right. That's going to be a pretty miserable long day for you, and you're going to be tired at the end of it. Compare that to, hey, we were down at Clint's movie today, and we got 14 scenes done. Now, that right there is a different level of forward motion because you're seeing yourself getting closer to the end product. So when you simplify your process for managing, hosting your podcast, you create that sense of it. Now, there are those who have... Criticized Clint Eastwood, saying that it's not really purist and that uh, you lose some of the artistic value. But you know, the last time I checked, most of the movies directed or produced by Clint Eastwood have been money machine blockbusters, and several have impacted our popular culture. And if you don't yep. believe me, then get off my lawn.
1: <laughs> get off my lawn. That's great. <laughs> yes.
2: All right. So now, 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 to uh, to assiduously rip the third assumption to shreds. The more you host, the more listeners and downloads you get. So I'm going I'm to bring this up very quickly. When you treat getting listeners and downloads as a goal rather than as a result, that's where you get sidetracked. You yourself and your teachings have, have shared that, oh, you have 20,000 people on your email list. Well, that's a vanity metric. It is, because what does 20,000 people mean when you have 9% of them opening and 4% of them clicking through? Now, you want to optimize who that 9% and that 4% are, of course, and you want to continue to look at where the clicks come from, what subject lines get better open rates, what emails get more reads, what gets more actions. You optimize that, but the fact is the 20,000 is a vanity metric. Listeners simply mean somebody clicked and he might have done it by accident. Downloads mean they click the little thing that says download, and it went to their hard drive or to the storage space on their smartphone. But it doesn't mean they ever listen to it. So those can be. But, but it is a
1: serious commitment to click the download. It's a real it, step in the right direction.
2: It, it 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 is. But I have a lot of downloads I've never listened to. However, well,
1: that's true. When
2: when you focus on the credentialization, when you focus on building your circle, when you focus on building your fan base and the buzz getting out that your show is a really great one that people love to tune into, that's where the listeners and downloads actually happen. It becomes more organic. So again, instead of it being a goal, it becomes your result. So I'm not dismissing listeners and downloads. Of course you want people to listen. You want people to download. I'm just saying if that's your be-all and end-all, then you're missing a few things. Now, right. there's one other piece of the pre-editing process, and uh, you're going to be familiar with this. It's a concept called seed-based marketing.
0: Mm, the like idea. The name.
2: Yeah, the idea, yeah, yeah, because I learned it from you, uh, the, and, I get, and I give you credit for it within our reach system curriculum, by the way. Uh, basically, it's simply about finding ways to naturally integrate, talk about what you do into your everyday conversation. So if I were to, oh, Princess Alessandra's here, but she's off camera. If Alessandra were to say, hi, daddy, how was your day? And I said, fine, okay, but I could say, well, Alessandra... Uh, I was just out at a networking group where I met these people that uh, that I'm probably going to be speaking at their event next month, and and uh, you know I'd love to. You know, I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to feed you real quick. I'm going to give you your aviderm natural wet food, and then uh, I have a couple coaching calls to do with members of my podcast reach program. So it's kind of a busy day here right now. So just in natural conversation, I work these things in. Now, there are more elaborate ways of doing it, and I can in the, in the coaching relationship, I can show people how to do that. But one of the things I loved about Dream Business Academy is we would actually have the stump the coach thing, where people would ask you the most outlandish questions, and you would demonstrate how you can take any question you are asked and integrate little elements about your business, what you do, and the value you provide so that you're constantly planting seeds planting seeds planting seeds planting seeds planting seeds because the more seeds you plant the more trees will eventually grow
1: that's right you want to you got to plant seeds yep. okay what's the clients the yeah clients and finally
2: have... finally it gets you more clients and costs less time and money so the macro version of it is that it takes time to build up a community that's going to enable you to do a big large scale product launch in fact you know you're looking to hire a decent hired gun product launch manager a $10,000 retainer, plus they get perpetual revenue share. And if you get somebody who actually is worthy to stand in a photograph next to Jeff Walker, Kelly Roach, uh, you're probably looking at six digits. So that is not for everybody. But let me give you a, ma- a micro example. Let's look at the supposed low-cost strategy of networking. You know, like, let's meet for coffee.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, did you know that that networking coffee can cost you $1,500? Let me, give, let me give you some quick math. I'm going to use round numbers. Let's say that when you do your calculations, you determine what the real value of an hour of your time is. Let's just say it's $500. Okay. So you're going to lose an hour just in the ramp down before you head out and the ramp up after you get back to the office or your home office or your boat or what have you. And there are studies that, that back this up, actually, where they've actually timed this. Then you hope it's only 30 minutes of round-trip travel time that uh, you don't run into more road work and there's parking and uh, and uh, some mask fascist doesn't get in your face because you don't have it on your face fast enough before you walk in the door. Now, imagine the meeting only takes 90 minutes. But you know how it goes. There's a 20 minutes of non sequiturs between, did you find a place okay? And do you want a latte? And do you want to sit over here? And how's the kids? And how's the cats? And how's the dogs? So... Three hours, five hundred dollars an hour, fifteen hundred bucks. Meanwhile, you want a pot of coffee at home. The other statistics show that it costs about a dollar and three cents per each pot of coffee. Pot of coffee, not cup. So now, stack everything I just shared with you against the hour or less it takes to have a conversation from the comfort of your home office or home office. Then post the episode or delegate someone to do it, like you and I do. Where both you and your guests will promote the episode, So not only are you having the conversation, but you're celebrating each other by credentializing each other. And you gain the marketing benefits. It would never would have made it out of that rickety table at that loud coffee
1: shop. Hmm. Um I, we're literally at 27 after the hour. So yep. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go about five minutes long here. So okay. um, let's say Adam, let's say somebody has a website or they have no website. Let's say they're brand new, but they're they're actually they feel good about doing a podcast. They want to do it, uh-huh. they want to have their own, but they have no website, no list, no following. Maybe they're just starting out on a new adventure. Should they do a podcast first or should they wait until they get a little more established to begin? What would you do, tell somebody?
2: Do the podcast now. It's how you break in. Uh, I can give you a practical example, somebody you and I both know. Victoria Anderson, who's a creator Was what's known as Leap Into Your Story, which yeah. initiated as a podcast and now is developing into having training programs, coaching and mentoring programs, etc. cetera. She's somebody who is herself a memoirist, and she has created a system for writing memoirs and works of fiction. In her day-to-day work, she has a realty company. She also, I believe, has a, has an arts and crafts store, and she loves to look up at the sky and search for UFOs. So very, very interesting character, and uh, she's a client of mine. I know you've had her on this podcast as well, so you know she's a very interesting, diverse character. Now, she's in the process of building a business around helping people develop their fiction stories and their mem- their memoirs, writing it in such a way where it's engaging and getting it published so that you can build a following for whatever fanfic or memoirism you're looking to do. So, she didn't have a list, she didn't have a community around that. She wasn't known as the leap into your story person, but her way in was to launch the leap into your story podcast. This allowed her to have video interviews where she side by side with those people that have influence in that space to hmm. use it as a networking tool to connect with others who can help her expand her reach. And also, and this is a point that I kind of left off for the space of time off at, the, at the back end of things, so, you know, you do that hour interview with somebody or that 30 minute interview with somebody from the comfort of your home or home office. And then you have this thing known as the green room. And that's where the green grows on the money trees. This is where you create the alliances, the friendships.
1: That's why they call it the green room chat. Exactly.
2: exactly. Well, actually, green room has a different meaning originally, but that's the meaning I assigned to it. And the point and the largest point I want to make here for your listeners is. Uh, Part of Victoria is just one example, but I have several others through my reachers is having your own show is one of the easiest ways to get booked on other people's shows. Now, I'm not Mm -hmm. putting down agencies or doing your one sheet or anything like that because, uh, you know, your your daughter has probably the most prominent, successful of the former. And you are the one of the world's greatest experts in coaching people on how to do the latter. But when you have that person in that green room after the interview and you've done just the five minutes of research on him beforehand you know they have a podcast and you know that you would be great on it you can simply say something like again i want to thank you so much for being on dream business radio it's been my honor and my pleasure to have you here and i was just wondering i noticed you have a podcast too and if it's okay with you would you be willing to allow me to return the favor and show gratitude by sharing with your audience
1: good languaging really yeah. good language yeah
2: i've gotten more bookings in the past year using that strategy than i had in the five years previous and i've and i'm working with a few other people in my program and also in my everything podcasting group and the results speak for themselves when it comes to that strategy
1: yeah so i'm in my ninth year of dream business radio um yep. and and not so much anymore but when i was when i used to be traveling i mean, you know this people would sometimes ask like how's it working for you? Is it worth it? It seems like a lot of work. My God, you're almost at 500 shows, etc. And I will tell, I will tell him I have made well over six figures in income from my podcast. Not with yep. one ad, not one sponsorship, nothing because of the green room chat, because of the style in which I interview people. And then typically they would want to interview me. They have become um, either mastermind members or private coaching members. I've which, also
2: seen I've also seen you fill uh, significant portions of seats at Dream Business Academy where that was the initial catalyst.
1: That's right. Which was yeah. the uh podcast. Yep. Yeah, one such famous person. It was literally three weeks before Dream Business Academy San Diego. I interviewed them and um and and the green room chat, I didn't even have to start it. She goes, Oh my god, you really know what you're talking about, blah blah and that's the way <laughs> interviewed her. I, I know and, I know who we're
2: talking about.
1: Yeah, I don't want to say the name yeah. right now, but um, I said, uh, you gotta to come to Dream Bus Academy San Diego. I said, well when is it? I said three weeks. Okay, I'll be there. I had to get a sitter for the kids or make things happen, but they were there, became a VIP client. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the life of me, you know how did we how did we start this and how did we start the interview? It was, you know, why in the world would somebody not have a, a podcast at this point? <laughs> something like yeah. that. Something close to that you you got to do it. And by the way, um, there are different formats. It doesn't have to be an interview format. It doesn't have to be weekly. Oh, cat daddy. It doesn't have to be weekly, right? Um, Some of my clients today, I'm having daily shows. What, Jim? No way. Well, daily five-minute, seven-minute podcast. You can record them all and boom, boom, segment. There's so many different ways. The thing is, the podcast is your – it's media that you own, Right. Yep. Facebook. You don't own Facebook It's my Facebook page. Yeah. Well, guess what? When Facebook comes down, you're gone. Right. But you own media. You own books. I don't think these are in sight because of the two. Per- you you. You own books. You own your podcast. When you do videos, you own those. Right. You can control the message. So that's where the real power is. So, Adam, man, this we really um, covered a lot of ground. Um, how can people learn more about you and the tremendous uh, reach program you have, etc.?
2: Well, the website is at www.thereachsystem.com. And if it's all right with you, uh, you you have an awesome group here, your Build Your Dream Business Now Facebook group. I love how you do those thought-provoking questions, these live streams you do where people have the opportunity to actually be in the studio when you create episodes of Dream Business Radio. I love that concept, by the way. And it's one of the common questions we get is how can I turn my live stream into a podcast? And uh, I uh, would encourage people uh, check out my group which is called everything podcasting on facebook uh if you just go to www.everythingpodcasting.group, dot group that will take you to mm. it
1: Everythingpodcasting.group dot group takes yes. you to the facebook group Correct. everything but pod- wow and it's a great group i mean I, I i give you a lot of credit you're the way you interact with people and post questions and i mean you're in there unless you have you know, five people that all say they're at them, <laughs>
2: uh, no I, I don't think it, I
1: think it's all you
2: yeah no I don't I mean we do we do have admins and mods and they're fantastic but it's one it's one of my joys like even on the many days where it's like do I have to do social media can't I just throw my business away and go private uh yeah. I still find time to get in that group and see what's new
1: so Adam thanks so much I knew this would be a, a, a real treat and a joy I hope people yep. re-watch it there's a lot of nuggets in here um adam knows he he, he, you're such a wealth of information which was back to one of your original things i had so many things going because you're you're so good at so many things but you're really knocking out of the park with the reach program and um thanks for coming on man i really appreciate it
2: thank you for having me once again i look forward to stopping by in a few months
1: that wraps up this uh special episode of dream business radio with adam homie you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com getjimpalmer.com by the way, if you are interested, so you're seeing me on camera right now, this little section of my boat. But if you're interested, how do I work up and down the coast and in the ocean? How do I work and things like that? Um, Stephanie and I just did a, uh, a video for our our floating home YouTube channel. I'm going to I'm going to put this right in the stream yard chat if I can do it without disconnecting everybody. Let's see. How do I? I'm trying to post this. Ah, I can't do it. I don't know why I can't post it. Anyway, I'll put it in. I'll put it in the Facebook group uh, where this thing is. There's a video. It's called "How I Work from the Boat." And it shows my office from the side. It shows the portable Wi-Fi units I have. So if you're interested in that, I'll I'll post it because I, for the life of me, can't figure out how to do it right now on my own live cast. But that's it. GetJimempower.com. If you're interested in being part of my awesome Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, of which Adam is the longest member of, and uh, we've got right now, I think, 28 fantastic entrepreneurs, Dream Biz Coaching, Dream BIZ Coaching and get all six of my books for free at Amazon, Barnes Noble, and Noble in the iTunes bookstore. But that's it until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I've got my wife and I've got my nephew upstairs waiting to take me to the Sun, <laughs> sun what is it called? The Sunshine? Oh, the Sunset Grill, sorry, the The Sunset Grill, we're gonna go have an adult beverage and have a good time. <laughs> oh, I think Craig might've posted it, there you go. Th- Craig, you're an awesome man, You're you're great, thank you so much, and that's it. Adam, thanks again, man, have a great day.